Price Chopper is rewarding you with amazing savings. Download the My Price Chopper app to find all of this week's offers, plus plenty of other great ways to save, like coupons, rewards, and so much more. All right, let's bring in our own and GoPowerCat.com's Ryan Wallace. And uh, Ryan, uh, let's let's dial it back to last week a little bit. You had what may have been the game of the year so far, uh, Blue Valley North and Lee Summit North, and we thought it'd be a good game, and it ended up being overtime, two-point conversion stop by Lee Summit North to get the win. And um, if, if we had an all-Metro championship, you could see those two teams playing for it, couldn't you? Oh, for sure. I mean, I, I don't – from a finish standpoint, I don't know if it rivals Eudora and Piper – but if we're talking, if we're just talking full game, it was as entertaining a game for all four quarters as you'll probably see this entire year. Certainly a candidate for game of the year um, goes into overtime. And, uh, you know, obviously uh, Lee Summit North is able to hold off Henry Martin for a, a two point conversion uh, attempt. And so they hang on for a one point win. Two really, really good teams. And you could kind of feel it. Um, even with talking with, with Blue Valley North after the game, that this was a game that it, it kind of stung for the moment, um, but they knew how good Lee Summit North was. And then talking with Jamar Mosey afterwards, it feels good to win um, for him, but it, even more so to do it against a team like Blue Valley North, who, as Coach Mosey pointed out, they probably won't see another team all year that throws it as much as Blue Valley North. And so that was that's kind of something that I think particularly his defense and that secondary can say, well, we're not going to see anybody that throws it like Henry Martin the rest of the year. And if we can, if we can handle that kind of up-tempo spread system um, you know, there's no reason why we can't uh, do what we always do against the more physical teams that they're about to see, you know, in the Liberty Norse and some of these other schools to come. Ryan, what was the most outstanding thing you saw about each one of those teams? You know, for Blue Valley North, I'll start with kind of them with the losing end of things. And I would say with, with Blue Valley North, it was more their defense. Um, we knew what their offense was going to be. We knew Henry Martin could sling it around. Um, but defensively, I, I think Lee Summit North has, as we talked about last week, has a lot of just pure athletes. They've got guys that can really push you sideline to sideline and spread you out and make you cover a lot of ground. And I thought for the most part, Blue Valley North, you know, did a fine job um, really until the, the later end of the game. Fourth quarter was when they started to slip. But I mean, you go back and look at the numbers um, of the way that they handled a, a guy like Isaiah Mosey on the outside. Um, didn't really allow the freshman to do a whole lot. And he's been arguably the freshman of the year in Kansas City to this point. Um, so I thought that that was really strong showing from Blue Valley North on that side for Lee Summit North on their end. Again, you kind of expect the offensive line and therefore Trey Baker and his counterparts to do their part. But I thought the defensive line for Lee Summit North was tremendous. Um, they have a young sophomore, uh, Williams Nwari, who is about six, five, uh, well over 230 pounds and, uh, that is a kid that you're going to be hearing a lot about in recruiting realms here in the next uh, couple years. Talking to some guys after the game, they think he's got kind of Miles Garrett type ability. Um, and then you couple him with Grayson Bell, the Navy commit, um, who's kind of more known as being this tight end recruit um, among, among recruiting circles. And he shows up as a defensive tackle and defensive end with length that 
was frustrating Henry Martin all night. Uh, they were physical, long, big, uh, as Jamar Mosey put it, we're, we're a handful in the trenches and he's absolutely right. That defensive line was very surprising. When you look at uh, everything that happened on the Kansas side last Friday, did the Olathe West, Olathe North surprise you as much as I'm not surprised that Olathe West pulled off that win. Cause I think they're a good team that's getting better. It was the manner in which that they just kind of shut down that Olathe North offense. It makes me kind of question those big wins that Olathe North had the level of competition. They were playing those first few weeks. West just was able to run the ball and do what they wanted to do. And defensively was fantastic. Yeah. I mean, that was obviously the one I think that, that stood out. I mean, Mill Valley winning at home against Lawrence uh, was a good one for the Jags, but again, you know, they were at home and you would probably say that they were favored. Um, I, so yeah, I would probably agree in the sense that, you know, the way that Olathe West was able to say, we're going to be the more physical team here um, and not allow Olathe North to come back. Cause I mean, Olathe North was challenged against Lawrence free state at times and they just stayed cool and calm and did their thing and, and ended up, you know, stretching that game out a bit. And yet Olathe West as you know, is it, we talked about it before. They're a team with their experience with Favreau. Dylan Burge is a young offensive lineman that I was really impressed with seeing him last year. They're, they're a veteran-laden team that I think finally is starting to flex their muscle a little bit and really prove themselves as a team to, to be reckoned with. And so, yeah, last Friday, that was probably, you know, the surprise for me. I'm, you know, going down the schedule, I can't seem to think, you know, of another, of another outcome um, that I think really proved as much as Olathe West beating um, Olathe North. Maybe the only other one that I can think of that just looking at the schedule um, might be Spring Hill taking down Bonner Springs 54-6, Dion. That Spring Hill team is a squad that um, just continues to really just put it to teams. Yeah, uh, they're, they're definitely a team that's uh, keeping an eye, keep an eye on that one of our REMAX Big 3 games this week. Um, and so they're definitely in 5A, a team to, to, to keep an eye on and, and see in a, in a 5A that's looking pretty wide open around here. I mean, you know, Mill Valley's the, the top dog, but and but Aquinas is, is not as good as they have been. And um, so I think a team like Spring Hill could definitely step up. How about a Frontier League that's wide open? I mean, <laughs> yeah. Eudora, Piper, Tonganoxie. Um, you know, it's interesting because you look at the standings there and the two schools that you're so used to battling it out at the end of the year with Lewisburg and Paola are seemingly nowhere to be found right now. And um, it, it, that is going to be one of the league races. You know, we always talk about how, how competitive uh, a league like the EKL is. Um, and at times, at least maybe the top of the Sunflower League. But Frontier League right now is giving everybody a run for their money as far as com competition goes. Ryan, through the first five weeks and the games that you've been to and the games that you've seen and watched, do you think turnovers are on the increase this year compared to previous years or just about the same? Um, you know, I think it's probably about the same, um, truth be told. Uh, I think, you know, you look at, at uh, the game last week with Lee Summit North and, and Blue Valley North. I mean, those are two offenses um, that like to throw it around, spread the ball around and, and have some – some guys get in one-on-one -on -one tendencies where maybe some fumbles or some interceptions are caused. And to be honest, I, there really weren't that many. I mean, there was the, the fumble that I remember um, from Makai Miller 
only because it kind of spawned uh, Lee Summit North to life in the second half after Blue Valley North had scored twice in the third quarter. So that particular one I remember, um, but there weren't many others in that game and there haven't been many others in, in games to the past. So I think for the most part, Coach, it's, it's pretty much on par with years past. Well, this week, real quick, before we let you go, you, you're going to Osawatomie to watch Topeka Hayden. And last week, Topeka Hayden got a win over Bishop Ward. It was, I think, 35 to nothing. That may sound like a, a beaten, but in the past, when Ward had that 50-game losing streak, that would have been 70 to nothing. The, the Ward team has a chance maybe to get out of their district and be one of the more improved teams this year. No doubt. And, uh, you know, quickly, obviously, the reason that I'm kind of going um, off the grid here this week is <laughs> – uh, pretty interesting matchup, a uh, chance for me to, to see junior Joe Odding from Topeka Hayden. He's an offensive guard um, recruit that KUK State, Missouri, just about everybody is after. Um, and I think this will provide a good, a good measuring stick for him going against a guy like Caden Fields, um, who's a big 6'5 offensive lineman from Osawatomie. So that's why I'm heading down there. But, um, yeah, getting back to Ward, I think it's just a testament – um, to Ward, maybe not so much uh, that Topeka Hayden is down, but as you said, Dion, maybe that that Ward is up, and I think that that it, it might be that way across the board. Um, that we're slowly starting to see some of the city league schools, um, you know, and I would include Ward in that conversation, being able to maybe keep some kids that in the past um, that they've lost that have decided to maybe move out of uh, the district or whatever and attend other schools. I think you're starting to see kids maybe want to stay home and do something for, for these city schools. And in turn, we're seeing um, them be a little bit more competitive and yeah, Bishop Ward's going to be a team now that, that you get into the playoff bracket. Um, that might not be, you know, uh, as uh, Seth Davis says, as Sharpie as it was <laughs> in the past. Well, Hey, have fun at Osawatomie and uh, it should be a good one. And we will chat with you again next week. Thank you guys.